Dawn of the Dead remastered in three dimensions. Not one, not two, three dimensions. And after I went and saw Jaws and IMAX, and then I kind of had that FOMO that you saw Friday the 13th in 3D. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I'm not going to miss this one. But what was interesting about this one is this was shot in 1978. Yeah. Clearly not shot for 3D. For sure. So I was like, how how are they going to do this? Yeah. And right out of the gate, I was like, holy shit, this is 3D. So it really like, works. You, Damn, it I'm worked really it. well. I need to they check those really times. Well. I need to check those times. You said it's still playing. Yeah, they extended. It was so successful, they extended it till Saturday. It was originally supposed to be a four-day engagement, but now they extended it to Saturday. And we had a, you know, it was all super fans in there, so it wasn't packed. So you really got to enjoy it. But so I got to tell you that I'll, Dawn of the Dead music gets me hyped. Oh yes, yeah, especially that, was that one, one thing. The one where they're clearing the when they're clearing the zombies out of the parking lot with the trucks. It's so and I had no idea. I didn't know the backstory. You probably did. You're you know, you have more of a film background than me. I had no idea that was Dario Argento's house band called Goblin. Yeah. You come into the Goblin show? I got tickets for Goblin. What? Yeah, I got tickets for Goblin. They're doing Suspiria at the Paramount. I told you we're going to be at the Paramount all month, a bunch of times this month. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk when about is that. that? That's uh, oh, yeah. that's coming up on. Uh, I don't know the date, but it's yeah. I got tickets for that too. Oh, a hundred percent. I would go to that. That's that would be a fantastic show. Yeah, we got a lot. We got Quentin Tarantino, Kevin Smith, now Goblin, all at the Paramount. Got to love Austin. But anyway, yeah, I had no idea when I saw that. I was just filming the credits, and I was trying to like. You know, by then it was like everybody was over, and it's not like it's spoilers. No one was upset that I had my phone out. I was trying to take some pictures, but it added that extra dimension, right? So sometimes it was blurry, sometimes it won't. But and you can tell it wasn't like the red blue, mm-hmm. but there was definitely one side darker than the other. Wait, did they but give you red? It? Did they give you the red blue glasses or the the brown glasses? No, they gave me the the real the, okay. What they call the real three D glasses? Yeah, those those recyclable ones. And here's the thing that get, and this is what I was going to ask you: Did they possibly could they have possibly put in insert shots, or do you think there were some shots that were designed to shoot at the camera, and we just didn't think anything of it back then because clearly it wasn't 3D? But Romero may still say, "Oh, this will be cool if, like, when this glass blows up, it'll shoot right at the camera." I'm sure he would attempt stuff like that, but the thing with Dawn of the Dead is there's a lot of extra footage. Uh, you know that there's multiple cuts, right? I'm, I'm 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 guessing that this was probably the original theatrical cut, but there's like the extended cut, there's the European cut. There's a lot of different versions that they could have pulled shots from. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I would say there was clo- close to maybe a dozen really... 3D coming at you, Friday the 13th type shots. Remember how you're telling they were intentionally trying to shoot, like make it coming at you? Yeah. I didn't think, oh, they're not going to have any of those shots, but they did. Like the one scene when Roger uh, was in, was trying to hotwire the truck and the zombie like hit the glass behind him. Like the glass flew out there and I did one of those gimmicks that I like jumped, like I stole it. Like yeah. the glass was coming at me and I was like, Wow, I felt that was like the first one that I noticed. Then the iconic scene that I think we all remember was when he's sliding down the escalator. I didn't think about it, but he slid into into the shot. Oh yeah, and his feet came right at the camera, and that was another three D shot. Nice. 
Dude, it was great. There was a, of course, there was a couple. Now, was of, it uh, like? Was it, did it look like it was coming out of the screen? It did. Yeah, it had that old yeah, just, school three D look. Yeah, so it was very. That's what I was wondering. Is like because, they didn't do it. So how did they insert these? I don't know because like the thing about three D is like modern three D kind of just looks like the screen is deep. Right? Yes, it looks like you can see into the screen, whereas the old three D really looks like it's coming out of the screen at you. Yeah. And there was only a few of those. The for the majority of the film, they just added that deep screen feel, which it looked really good. Like even like the newscast in the beginning, right when she was setting up, a lot of that looked really good because they had like the front and center shot and all the background people like scrambling all behind her and stuff. Added that extra dimension in there, and it just I don't. It was a gr- I was. It was like it was almost close to twenty bucks to see a movie that we've seen we've owned and we've seen dozens of times but i literally just watched it in it. my living room the other day on a <laughs> on a pop screen yeah oh that's right i remember when you did that yeah and this is still worth it this is still worth it because there's something about seeing it in the big screen on the big screen and we talked about this before when we saw what was it amusement park that George yeah. Romero has a weird knack for all of his stuff looking like documentaries. Like, he's not booking actors. He's booking his friends. Like I said, uh, well, my thing is always, George Romero is the corporate video hero. He was <laughs> he got over doing corporate videos, you know? Uh, yeah. He did, like, you know, local commercials, uh, local little documentaries. For business. The amusement park itself was a corporate video that got <laughs> out of hilarious. hand. It was it was a video for a church, which I guess a, a video a church for videos are corporate, but it is, um, yeah. But it was it was a corporate video, you know. So he's got that style of everything just looking real. Um, and it was and it man, across. like all the people, like remember all the stuff in the beginning when they had the, their, he called them the rednecks are enjoying this, and they were going in the hunting lines and stuff. They just like like regular people, like here, let me get a shot of you pouring your friend some coffee and, you know, messing with your bullets. And and it's just none of these people felt like actors. Yeah. It felt like we were watching a, a weird newscast, yeah. like a surreal newscast. Well, and the zombies don't feel like actors either. No. They feel like they, they're not they're not over zombieing. You know what I mean? They're just no. they're just they're just they, they have like one gimmick that they do and they just stick with it. And that's it. And they just do it for that shot, you know? No one's trying yeah, to be an overdramatic zombie. And it did make you appreciate... I, I, if you had to choose between like fast zombies and slow zombies, I think we live in a world where there's room for both. And the, the rules are, in this world is, are, are as follows. The zombies are slow. Because in this universe, the zombies are evolving, right? They're starting to learn. And I remember, right, Bub and Day of the Dead, right? That's when they yeah. were really starting to study. Uh, I didn't realize that that started in this one yeah and it continues really and it continues in land did you see land of the dead yeah yeah and i remember you told land me to watch the land is the continuation now you've got big daddy who is the the evolution of bub yeah and i just i just for some reason growing up i don't remember it but it was more evident in this one than ever right you had the Oh, they're going to the mall. They're trying to do what they did. They had the gun, and then they were like, kind of looking at the gun, and they were doing all that. It's like, man, I just, I really don't remember all of this because I yeah. was, well, I was terrified. Yeah. But I had a, I had a my own personal Mandela effect did for you? Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, 
you know, Tom Savini was in it as, you know, the leader, I guess, of the Nomad Biker Gang. For some reason, I thought he was the one that had that very famous scene when the zombies put him on the ground and they start digging in his inside and you see the intestines and he's, ha, 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 ha. No, that was Rhodes from Day of the Dead. Right. Yeah. That was not him. And I was like, for some reason, I swear, I don't remember Tom Savini doing the job by just getting sniped by yeah. Peter from the tile in the ceiling and then he's done. Yeah. But he does make a reemergence in Land of the Dead. That's right. He is in there. Yeah. As the, same, he in as, his... as the same character, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't realize. So he was in his same getup. Yeah. yeah. yeah, so, yeah. He, so he survived all of that. Yeah. And Man. technically, I feel like that character is also canon in Robert Rodriguez because isn't that Sex Machine from... Yeah. Uh, he is Sex Machine yeah. and from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. He clearly could be canon in that. Wow, you just tied two universes together. Yeah. The multiverse is real. The Hollywood multiverse. The Hollywood zombieverse. <laughs> so I was trying to think of some stuff that was 1978 type di- dialogue that wouldn't be a- appropriate for today's audience. And honestly, dude, there was really only like one, one big one, like one big one that you're like, ooh, you kind of squirmed in the seat. You know, you had that one SWAT guy that was kind of flipping out and then he was hitting hitting everybody with he went down the list of all the racial slurs why is he so mad yeah he was furious are you serious (laughs) he seems unreasonably angry (laughs) yeah and like you can tell that uh roger wanted to do something about it and he's like ah forget it let's just let's just leave it be yeah but that one was bad but what got the biggest pop for being inappropriate in the movie and it was a it was a laugh pop was when she's like, she's pregnant, isn't she? And he's like, yep. And next scene, she's like, <laughs> she's taking a big, like a big drag off the cigarette. It was the 70s, bro. It was a different time. Yeah, it was just like, my mom smoked the healthy cigarettes when she was pregnant with me. Yeah, yeah. They were the brown ones. They were vi- menthols. Virginia Slims. <laughs> the, it's the thinner, less nicotine. Yeah, so they weren't as dangerous. So I... One thing, I like the part where... Um, it's always like the beginning of a uh, when they're when they're taking off and everyone's looking for cigarettes. It's like, hey, you got any cigarettes? And like, nope, nope, nope. And as soon as the chopper leaves, they all light up. Yeah. That's like the first. That's like the first sign that everyone's out for themselves, bro. You're out. We're on our that own. Was, that did get a pop too because you're right. All of them whipped out cigarettes. Yeah, because it's like you know what? Like in 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 regular civilized society right now, anybody who smokes will gladly share a cigarette with someone else who smokes because they'll want somebody to smoke with, you know? Right. They like, it, it, and cigarettes are expensive now. They cost a lot. They're damn near $10 for a pack of cigarettes. But still, <laughs> if you're a smoker and then another smoker needs a smoke, they'll they'll, they'll spot you, you know? Yeah. It's like the pay, the pay it forward to smokes. But in Dawn of the There's Dead, no like, hesitation. totally, it's like, nope, we got none. <laughs> and as soon as they're clear, they all, all four of them light up, like, vindictively. <laughs> Yeah, that that got a big pop in there too. And there's something about clearly it creates the ambiance of like I always say 70s horror movies to me are is the scariest generation. And I think it's because that generation comes from like let's just do this. We're going to smoke, 
We're going to drink. Our kids are drinking whiskey. We're going to do all this in front of them. No Fs were given at all in the 70s, and it added to it. And then they have, like, really graphic scenes in a lot of 70s horror. For sure. But this one still had... This one still had a touch of a comedy vibe. Would you agree or disagree? Uh, a comedy vibe. Would you... Sorry, let's check this out. I mean, no, I, I it definitely. I mean, it's satire. Yeah. Like, I mean, just the, the, the music, the, the closing music, right? What's the, the closing music is that silly circus music. Which also is Goblin, right? <laughs> it's the robot chicken music that they stole. But like, uh, yeah, it's just like, a, it's, it's definitely a satire. I mean, it's, I don't, I never found Dawn of the Dead scary. Just see, so I mean, I know you said you're terrified of it. To me, it never felt scary. It was like an adventure movie. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it's the it's the movie. Like, if not for Dawn of the Dead, you wouldn't have a thousand other video games that exist right now. It's sort of like kick, is... it kicked that off. It was the survival the survival movie. Um, oh wow, you're right. Yeah, this is more of a Resident Evil than yeah than any other zombie movie for sure. Yeah, um, I I lost my sorry. I still get the Scottish flu, but I was no, like, you were I talking about my... it was just like. The Scottish flu. Yeah. No, you're right. It had. It was more of an adventure movie. It just had a lot of visuals that scared me, but it also had a lot of visuals that cracked me up. Right. The, yeah. Oh yeah, because clearly... it's, it's a comedy. It's satire. Yeah. And then you've like, got that whole sequence when they're all okay. They they've secured the mall, and everything's cool. And now they just go shopping. And now you're just having <laughs> that part where the world has ended. You got a shopping mall to yourself. So it's just like, let's go. <laughs> he had the little black and white TV under his arm when he was yeah, walking. Yeah, let's go. Let's go get a bunch, jewelry. a bunch of different hats, <laughs> try on some jewelry, <laughs> eat a bunch of fancy cheeses. Why not? And they had a gun store at that mall. I don't think that's the case anymore, but that's fortunate for them. Yeah, they did a have store. a gun store. Yeah. And they played that also another Goblin song. They had like that uh, safari music that they played. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. There's... But I guess, you know, at that time, that was one of those things like you're just living the dream, right? That, you know, is very. Malls were just getting big. Like, it was a like, different. What is, it was what a different that? story. It was a different. <laughs> like they were still figuring out malls. They didn't realize that a mall. Yeah. Needed, the mall needed to have a Spencer's gifts and a sharper image and an orange Julius, <laughs> and that was like the formula. It was like let's let's try all kinds of crazy stores. Let's put a gun store. <laughs> let's put a cheese store. Whatever. Let's like let's try different things and put it in the mall and see if it works. You know, because because uh, what's her name? Fly girl was kind of like, what is that? He's like, I think that's one of those shopping malls. <laughs> it's one of those indoor shopping malls. Yeah. Like Why do they have so much of... spam there? Also, by the way, there's like cases of spam. <laughs> oh, yeah. That got a pop, too. It's like, you got a can opener? It's like, then don't knock it. <laughs> but Why is there so much spam at this shopping? Is there a spam store? I don't know. And I don't they was that a last second helicopter pad that they threw on the roof too? And then they had all like the the food reserves. So I don't know if this that somewhere along the way they were gonna make it a makeshift survival center and then like, ah, forget it. We can't make this work. Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's just make it a shopping mall <laughs> instead. But dude, uh, yeah. You it's it's still the engagement is going all the way till Saturday. If you can shake you can shake it. So I would try to make it happen. Yeah, I want to try just go in the back. Out. Just go sit separated. You no, know, like I had pretty much. We had quadrants. They were all super fans there. Yeah, and they were, and then we were separating into four different quadrants. Yeah. So, 
Uh, I'm not the the theater that is playing. It's not an IMAX theater, but it's still pretty big. But it's very old school. But it was very fitting because I don't remember how eerie it felt to sit in a movie theater and just stare at a blank screen. Yeah, like man, these guys didn't even bother to get ads for this. <laughs> oh, that's right. They don't do any ads, right? Okay. No, it, yeah, movie didn't start until like. 10 minutes before the movie started. Nice. Also, I was like, where, where the hell is Maria Menounos? Like, yeah. what's going on? I need some <laughs> trivia. What local businesses are around here that I might, you know, frequent after this movie? It's a captive audience, but yeah, they didn't do that. But it was very fitting because it felt like I was, it was a, an old theater for this type of movie worked really well. Yeah. Because no. even afterwards, I got out of the theater and it was dark. And there wasn't that many people in the parking lot. And I was like, you know, and I, I did, this was a solo adventure. I was by myself. And I was like, man, this is just like, this feels really cool. You're rocking <laughs> it by it yourself. Felt... You couldn't get Jack to go see the Dawn of the Dead 3D. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I I convinced him to go see Pray, Pray for the Devil the day before. Uh-huh. I couldn't get him to do two horror movies two days in a row. <laughs> but this also was not at Alamo. I think if it was Alamo, he would yeah. been like, I'll make this work. But yeah. he's like, where is it at? I was like, oh, it starts with an R. No, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> but highly, highly suggest I work. And let me just do a quick, uh, for those viewers who are watching this in the future and, and have not seen this, it is Stephen Flyboy Andrews, Peter Washington, Roger Trooper DeMarco, and Francine Fran Fly Girl Parker star as survivors of the outbreak who barricade themselves inside a suburban shopping mall amid mass hysteria. Yeah. Small, just a small little uh, synopsis. Did you know that budget didn't even bust a million bucks? No, yeah. Granted. Yeah, yeah, I I knew that. Uh, But the whole backstory that I had no idea is because I feel like I didn't really get into deep Dario Argento until like you like started like schooling me on a lot of like old Sioux stuff. I had no idea how much he was intertwined with a lot of this, these early movies, these influences like you hear now you hear Tarantino talk about it, right? You hear it on all the uh, podcasts, Eli Roth talking about it. I just had no idea to the point where he's like, Oh, I like this guy. I'm going to help make this movie. Right. You know, yeah, and it I actually mean, released he, in it, it released in Italy before it even released in the U.S. That's right, and it released over there as Zombie, and there's also a Zombie Two. I had, so it was actually released as Zombie. I had no idea. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. That oh, was actually this. the budget was twenty six million according to the internet. Really? Yeah. So I wonder how much that is that had like modified or for. Oh wait, no, you're wrong. I'm, I'm wrong. It's six hundred and forty thousand. 640 and it made 66 million right the budget 26 million was the budget of the 2004 version the original uh, version 640,000 that's less <laughs> than your house right yeah it's just like it, that in a shopping for, mall for the less they for, got a whole mall they got helicopters for your mortgage they made dawn of the dead <laughs> and how many i mean obviously they had tons of like this isn't cgi all those zombie hordes were extras. Those were just literally George Romero, Pennsylvania friends. Right, because he had a, he was over in Pennsylvania as the local director, so he just announced oh, he was making so movie over, show up. <laughs> and, and you can tell these were just like these weren't actors 
to yes, yeah, so I didn't know. So Dawn of the Dead, followed by four official sequels, beginning with Day, and a separate series of unofficial Italian-made sequels, beginning with 1979, Zombie 2. Well, there's unofficial which... Italian-made sequels to everything. There's, <laughs> like a, there's, like a, there's like a Terminator sequel of an Italian one. <laughs> I would look, dude, I would, how great would it be to go see that, like, dubbed? In Italy, yeah. how fun that would that would feel great. Uh, but Zombie Two, which is, uh, I always used to see, you know, where you see it in magazines or you just see it on VHS traders. You'd see the zombie fighting a shark. Right. And I could never figure out when I was younger where that came from. And it was years later that I figured out, you know, that it was Zombie Two, which you turned out it was Zombie see. Two. Yeah, yeah. But again, I had no idea that. How, how much he was intertwined with this. Uh, another fun fact here is it's like its predecessor, it garnered large international cult following and was chosen by Empire Magazine as one of the 500 greatest movies of all time. Not greatest zombie movies, greatest movies of all time, according to Empire Magazine. To be Dawn fair, Dawn of that, the Dead. To be fair, that's a pretty <laughs> steep list 500 movies. <laughs> you're, like, you're in the top 500. <laughs> Hey, that you know, back in the wrestling days, that was a big deal to get on Aptor's <laughs> top five hundred. Hey, I don't know if you noticed, but I was four hundred and thirty-six in Aptor's you know, PWI five hundred. <laughs> and then it was even a little bit more disheartening when you found that that he made up half of those names. Like, oh, that wasn't a real wrestler. Yeah, I just needed to. <laughs> I'm a writer, man. I'm creating here. Don't mess with my art. Uh, I, you know, the only thing I wish they would have done was, I wish they would have made. Uh, gimmick glasses that you got to keep. Yeah, that would have been good. I would have loved to have those in there for sure. What prompted this? I was just kind of out of the blue to do a Dawn of the Dead 3D. Nobody asked for this. Yeah, I don't know, man. I um, but I'm I'm all for it. Start taking these movies instead of doing remakes. And we're going to talk about a remake, and we'll explain why you can't do a remake. Just remaster the old one and add a gimmick to it, and we're there. Right. This is like, yeah, this I mean, I, I'd have been in for a Dawn of the Dead IMAX or Dawn of the Dead, whatever. Yeah. Why not, man? This is like now you if you can do all of this stuff, you're it's probably going to be cheaper than a remake. And you're just going to get the people that want to experience. We're at a generation now that clearly like I didn't see this in theaters, you know, and I was born then. But how many people like beyond that? We have a generation now that they just you know, consume content in such a high rate, there's no chance that they've seen any of these movies like past the 90s in theaters. So this will be like seeing a new a release for them. <laughs> no. I only have time for eight second videos. Like a thousand <laughs> of them at a time. I I think, yeah. And, and we gotta we got to defend that with, with all we got. Got to keep the theater light. I don't care if it becomes a boutique experience. I, I don't need it to be a big box, you know, uh, and honestly, I'm more interested in the filmmakers surviving more than like the corporate side of it, you know, but you know, it is what it is. I think there's room for both. I'll, I'll go to a popcorn flick and I'll go to a boutique flick. I don't care. But one thing I was going to bring up this to you, well, as you got a picture of uh, Flyboy there after he got attacked, another famous gif. People know these from gifs like, Oh, that's the gif of everybody going it, coming out into the elevator. Like mm -hmm. that was a pretty gnarly scene. Uh, but I saw on Shudder one of the documentaries with Tom Savini. He was like, man, I, I, 
I was so young back then. I didn't know the stuff just, it just doesn't look like real blood and it's really bothersome. And like it bothered him. He's like, it looks like some kind of ketchup. And like right there, like if you see that picture, it looks good. Like that looks like he's bleeding, but I know what he's talking about. The blood squirting out was very, like it had a bright red to it. So it didn't, but I think that looks great. That's like a great, like that's an action figure that I'd like to have on my shelf. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm all for it. Who wants to see real blood? I want to see the- theatrical blood. Yeah. Just like I in the Jap- Japanese samurai movies, they didn't use, they use paint. They use actual yeah. <laughs> paint as the blood. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't need to be. I mean, it's, we're, we're there for, we'll suspend our belief. To me, I feel like some of the bites, like you're asking like earlier, it's like you weren't scared of this. I think what got me the most were the bites, you know, because, Growing up with three other brothers, there's four boys. There's a lot of fights, a lot of fights in our house. And you're labeled a dirty fighter when you're biting each other, right? You, were, you weren't allowed to bite each other. And that fear was like, and I used to think like, what if you just, instead of just biting me, like, what if you kept going through and you like pulled a chunk off? Like, what would that look like? And then I see this yeah, movie and I'm like, looks horrendous. Because <laughs> you, when you, when you bite someone, you physically bite someone, you sort of like you're you're pulling back on it. You don't yeah. co- you don't commit to the bite. If you commit to the bite and you go through the flesh, which is totally doable, you yeah. know. Oh yeah. Uh it's a whole other story, but Yeah. And so when I saw that scene when the, the wife in the beginning went to hug her husband and he and he she got it like right on the trap and she just took that bite out. I was yeah. like, oh my God, that's what that, okay, that's what that looks like. I want nothing to do with that. <laughs> I know Eli Roth always said that he was bothered by the screwdriver in the ear. That was always a big Oh, one for him. yeah, I forgot. Yeah, they had the, yeah. there was some pretty, gra- again, they had some graphic stuff for its time, but this was a great, it's very hard to have a film like Night of the Living Dead, right, that you consider a classic, you consider timeless, and then it's next one that's it sits right up there with it. Like more people know about Night of the Living Dead, but it's nobody poo poos Dawn of the Dead. No. It's up there too. Like you said, it's one of the first adventure movies, action movies, memorable zombie movies. Dawn of the Dead is right up there with its, you know, its predecessor. For sure. You know, so I don't think anybody doubts that. Yeah. I don't I so I'm I'm all for it. So if you get a chance, if it's coming to your town, it's a Regal event. So I don't know if Regal somehow got the rights to this. Not Alamo, not Cinemark, not AMC. This is a Regal event. Check your local Regal theater. And by the time you watch this, it may be too late. And then you'll have to hope that they do it again next year. Yeah. But if you get an opportunity to see any movie in 3D, and if it's one of your favorites, you need to do it.